Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, all. Welcome back to the Real Life Pharmacology Podcast. Uh, it is a very special uh, day. Last week or two that I've had, uh, the Flippin' Pharmacology flashcards are available uh, at least in the United States on Amazon. So a uh, great way to support this podcast and uh, get a great product as well. I had somebody help with the uh, design. She did a fantastic job um, on those flashcards. They are uh, very durable, great color, uh, great resource for anyone taking pharmacology classes or board exams. Uh, it's going to be really, really helpful, I think, for you to um, help organize your thoughts and uh, prepare for any uh, exams uh, you may be taking. So uh, go check that out on Amazon, Flippin' Pharmacology Flashcards. All right, with that, let's get into the drug of the day today, and that is pyridostigmine. Uh, brand name of this medication is Mestinon, and this was a request by somebody. So um, just trying to do as many of those requests as I, I can. I get quite a few emails, but um, this one kind of... Uh, sent off an alarm uh, a little bit in my head because it's a pretty rare medication. It's not used terribly often in practice, uh, but there's a lot of great teaching pearls here. So uh, with that said, pyridostigmine, mechanism of action of this medication, it is an acetylcholinesterase inhibitor. If you remember back to some of the dementia medications like denepazil, that has a similar mechanism of action. So if you can do that in your preparations for studying or just, you know, out in your day-to-day practice, if you can lump medications together that have similar mechanisms of action, you're probably going to be able to understand what the adverse effects are. If you understand uh, the side effects of one, you're going to understand the side effects for uh, generally all medications in that class. Now, obviously, there are exceptions and things like that. But being an acetylcholinesterase inhibitor... Uh, this medication uh, ultimately blocks acetylcholine breakdown, so there's more of it around. And one of the primary uses that I've seen this medication used for is myasthenia gravis. So if you remember, that's kind of a, a muscle disorder, whether it's weakness and fatigue. And pyridostigmine can help with uh, some of the transmission of impulses, uh, in neuromuscular junctions. So basically helping those muscles um, work a little bit better and obviously improve upon that strength uh, that's an issue in that disease state. So that is the number one use that I've seen pyridostigmine used for in practice, at least in my practice. Uh, dosing, it is dosed typically three times a day, 30 to 60 milligrams is the most common dose I've seen utilized. Um, I've seen upwards of uh, 600 milligrams or so. As you push that dose, you generally tend to run into adverse effects. Uh, In the literature, I did see that I believe some people have used up to 900 milligrams or so. Um, Not something I've ever seen in practice, but I could imagine that the uh, risk for adverse effect goes up significantly 
uh, as we uh, raise that dose there. Uh, the other use that I have uh, seen it used for not very often uh, is orthostasis. So typically with orthostatic hypotension, that drop in blood pressure, most common medications we used are probably fludrocortisone or midodrine. Those are probably the two most common that I've, I've seen used. Uh, pyrotostigmine is kind of a second line type of agent in most situations. Um, but uh, it certainly uh, can be utilized and, and has been utilized in that situation. Now, let's talk about adverse effects a little bit. So this medication, generally, it's going to be recommended to give with food, particularly if there's uh, GI intolerances, uh, GI cramps, diarrhea, nausea, those are going to be the most prominent symptoms. And if you remember back to the Dinepazil, uh podcast, uh, diarrhea is definitely a common thing that I see in uh, dementia patients as we escalate that dose of that medication as well. So again, that similar mechanism of action, you're likely to see similar adverse effects. And in some patients with pyrotostigmine, if the medication is really beneficial for them, uh, there are cases where we may actually give an anticholinergic with this medication. So there you're giving a medication that's basically blocking some of the GI adverse effects and could potentially cause the opposite to happen. So remember, anticholinergics, they are going to cause constipation versus diarrhea. Uh, so we're giving two medications that kind of uh, counteract each other uh, in rare cases there, which definitely as somebody that does not like polypharmacy, that's uh, generally not something that uh, I would ever approve of if possible. Um, but there may be rare cases where we've got to blunt some of those GI side effects and hopefully we can still get some of, uh, in the case of like myasthenia gravis, hopefully we can still get some of the uh, muscle strengthening effects from it and block some of the adverse effects from that medication. So GI, that is going to be the most prominent thing to look out for with adverse effects, cramping, stomach upset, diarrhea, uh, other uh, adverse effects. And if you can lump, if you can think about anticholinergics, which are really, really common, and think about the opposite of that. Uh, so increased salivation can happen. So remember, anticholinergics can cause dry mouth. So you would naturally think pyrotostigmine acting in the opposite direction or the opposite way, increasing acetylcholine, we're going to have the opposite effect. We're going to increase salivation. Uh, other things that can happen, I believe I talked a little bit about bradycardia with uh, denepazil previously. Um, so that can certainly happen. Sweating is also reported uh, as a potential adverse effect of, of pyrotostigmine. So again, I, I really want to emphasize that educational point of understanding the difference between an anticholinergic drug, which is going to basically block acetylcholine's effects, versus a drug like pyrotostigmine, which is basically going to increase acetylcholine's effects. Okay, so just knowing kind of the yin and the yang of what happens when we get too much or too little acetylcholine, 
that can really help you understand pharmacology and be able to remember these things as you're uh, taking an exam or you're uh, out in clinical practice trying to identify side effects in patient cases and things of that nature. Uh, I mentioned anticholinergics in rare cases may be used with pyridostigmine. Uh, glycopyrrolate and hyoscyamine are two of the agents that I have seen used with this medication. Again, doesn't happen terribly often. We don't like to do it if we don't have to, um, but it is something you may see out there in practice. Now, I want to talk about one other uh, quick indication with pyrotostigmine. So, it's actually it actually has an indication for uh, reversal of non-depolarizing neuromuscular blocking agents. So I think the important thing to remember in this is if you've got a patient with myasthenia gravis, they're taking pyridostigmine or another indication, uh, you've got to recognize that pyridostigmine could blunt the effects of some of those neuromuscular blocking agents. So that is definitely if you're a you know a nurse and you know primary care provider, pharmacist, whatever. If, you know, you need to make sure that that surgeon's aware if we're going to use neuromuscular blocking agents, that pyrostigmine could block or impact the way that that drug is going to work. So really, really important to think about that in um, patients using pyrostigmine who are undergoing surgery. Uh, And obviously, we want to know what type of surgery it is and what medications are going to be used. Um, but I think that's a really, really important uh, piece of information to be sure to relay to uh, surgery and anesthesiologists and, and things like that. So definitely um, pay attention to that if you know a patient's undergoing surgery uh, and on this medication. Uh, monitoring parameters, probably pretty simple, pretty straightforward. Pulse, I talked about that a little bit already. Blood pressure, uh, and then as clinically indicated, we may look at uh, EKG there as well. All right, let's take a quick break and we'll wrap up with drug interactions. Head on over to reallifepharmacology.com. Go ahead and subscribe there. I've got a free 31-page PDF on the top 200 drugs. It's a great resource uh, pulled from my clinical practice as well as my experience in taking uh, board exams, pharmacology board exams, pharmacy board exams. Um, So that top 200 list has a lot of great clinical pearls that you are going to see show up in real life and in in, uh, board exams as well. So uh, simply an email will get you access to that. And again, you can sign sign up and get that at reallifepharmacology.com. All right, let's wrap up with drug interactions. So anticholinergics are probably the first place I'm going to start. Uh, If you've got somebody taking pyridostigmine, and they're taking, let's say, over-the-counter Benadryl for sleep, that anticholinergic activity is going to directly oppose the potential beneficial effects of pyridostigmine or what we're using it for. So very, very important to recognize that and look at what your patient's uh, medications list is and then obviously identify uh, any anticholinergics and uh, make sure they're being used appropriately there. Uh, beta blockers can have additive effects on the low pulse adverse effect. So that's something to keep tabs on for sure. Obviously, drugs that have cholinergic agonist type activity. I alluded to the acetylcholinesterase inhibitors that are used for a dement- dementia. 
using this in combination with pyrotostigmine can really amp up uh, potentially some of those GI adverse effects like the spasms and cramping and diarrhea, for example, there. So uh, definitely pay attention to that. Uh, the NMBAs, I went over a little bit, the risk of that, pyrotostigmine potentially uh, opposing the way they work. Um, so definitely pay attention to that. And then the adverse effect profile, uh, at diarrhea, nausea. Um, I think of medications like metformin, colchizine can definitely add on uh, to the adverse effect of diarrhea. Uh, nausea, I think of uh, GLP-1 agonists, uh, for example, used in diabetes. They can definitely cause some significant nausea. So again, kind of more of an additive uh, effect, additive type drug interaction in those situations. All right, well, I think that's going to wrap up the podcast for today. Uh, go check out Amazon, Flippin' Pharmacology Flashcards. Great resource, uh, beautifully designed, and, and I think you're going to find them really, really helpful. Great gift as well if you're precepting students or you know somebody going through pharmacology classes in college. Um, again, Flippin' Pharmacology Flashcards on Amazon. If you want to track me down, got suggestions for the podcast, uh, you can do that, mededucation101 at gmail.com. Track me down on LinkedIn and connect with me there as well, Eric Christensen, PharmD, BCPS, BCGP. As always, leave a rating review if you're listening. If you enjoyed it, uh, found this episode helpful, I greatly appreciate that. helps us grow the podcast, reach more people, and all that good stuff. So uh, if you found this podcast helpful today, uh, I hope you'll take the time to do that. I certainly appreciate it. With that said, I'm going to sign off for today. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.